Welcome to the Small But Mighty Biz Stories Podcast, where we talk about the inspiration and motivation behind your small business. Here's your host, Karen Wilson. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the Small But Mighty Biz Stories Podcast. I am excited to introduce you to Carol Blackburn today. Carol is a certified life and wellness coach based in Ottawa, Ontario. And I've just come to know Carol a little bit over the past year. And I have to say that she's one of those people who has a smile that just lights up the world around her. It's really infectious. And I can imagine it's a real comfort to clients. Uh, Carol, thank you for being my guest today. Please tell everyone about you and what your business is. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm happy to be with you today. Uh, So my name is Carol. I am a personal life and wellness coach as well as a speaker. I do one-on-one coaching with clients. I also run group sessions and I also run events and workshops, everything to help empower women. Uh, That's my niche is women uh, to help them clear the way to step into the life that they truly want for themselves in all areas and aspects of who they are, the roles that they play, and to really show up authentically and grow into the woman that they desire to be. That's the type of work that I, that I love doing. That's awesome. So, um, You have a page on your website and uh, it's called My Journey and you're very open with your story. Do you want to share a little bit about, you know, what led you into this work that you're doing? Yes, absolutely. Um, So in my journey, my own personal experience, I had gone through major life life transitions, Um, a broken down marriage, which quickly escalated to a divorce and then, you know, becoming a single mom to two young kids very quickly. Uh, And then again, having to get myself back into the workforce, Um, you know, everything from bankruptcy to home foreclosure, you name it, I went through it all. Mm. And it was in a relatively short period of time over the span of about two years, all of the house of cards came crashing down. And Through that, I, you know, I found myself to be in a place to recognize that I had a choice. I could either sink with the ship or I could do something about turning my life around. And looking back, I dove deep into personal growth, deep into self-exploration and really did a lot of hard work on my own um, to, to rebuild my life, not just the the to do's, you know, get a job, find a house, do all that stuff, but really to embrace the the woman that I that was burning inside of me. Mm. So through all of that work, it eventually got me to the place where I decided I wanted to help other people, other women through not necessarily the same um, challenges, but it's in that growth process of being open enough to want to rediscover who they are. Yeah. Well, and, and I was, I was thinking as I read it, that, that it's, it's, it's something that as a client, if I was coming in and reading through your website and, and 
seeing that you've actually been through your own personal challenges and there's there's an empathy there even if the challenges are different and have a different impact there's an empathy there that someone who appears to have you know the ubiquitous or the so-called perfect life that doesn't really exist wouldn't necessarily have it, it it's it gives you this edge where you can relate to some of the challenges that people are going through i'm sure that's a real comfort uh to clients who are coming in and who are facing those things do you get comments about that all the time um especially when people are searching for a life coach and they come across my website, I do get quite a few comments that they felt very compelled. They felt heard mm. and they felt like, like I was relatable. And, and much to what you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same challenges, but it's, we, I find that women, especially we struggle in silence. Mm-hmm. You know, we take on the expectations of society, the expectations of our families, and and we quiet ourselves. We live in this place of uncertainty and and a place where we've discovered that we don't know who we are anymore. And we're lost in this beautiful world around us. And and it's not, you know, anyone's fault. I was the same way, you know, silence. And I felt like I lost my power. I lost the person who I was. And feeling lost in your own life, regardless of the situation, is the most disempowering and and hard turmoil to go through. The struggle is so real and it's rampant, but people are afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of the things that... I read on your site that I really love. Um, And I think it's kind of a bold statement, but uh, you say every woman deserves to live an enriched, fulfilled and robust life full of joy and happiness. And um, I was reminded, I I was watching a series of videos months ago and uh, they were talking about how as women, we've all come up in a world where men are, are not just, able to expand themselves, they're encouraged to expand themselves, whereas women tend to contract and we are encouraged to contract. And and it's really hard to have that enriched, fulfilled, robust, full life if you are constantly diminishing yourself. And so in all of it's to, as you were saying, to meet those societal expectations. So has that been pretty universal as a challenge with your clients? And, and how do you address it? It does seem to be quite a common theme because people don't realize just how, how long it's taken to reach the point that they're at. It's been developing mm. over years and years. And, you know, when, when there is this, when people struggle just by trying to understand who they are and how they fit into the world and their purpose, happiness diminishes, everything diminishes, your confidence, you know, your dignity, even it's Mm -hmm. like you women, especially give so much. 
They give a lot of who they are. They give up a lot of who they are. And they are more inclined to put their needs on the back burner to ensure that everybody else is well taken care of. And that's not a fault. We're, I believe that we innately have that ability to nurture, nurture those around us. But where I think we've lost the mark is that we have lost the ability or we have forgotten how to nurture ourselves first and step into that so that we can be healthy emotionally, mentally, physically in order to take care of everybody around us and the responsibilities that we have. So it's Mm. not like it, it happens overnight, you know, it happens over years and years and years. And it's like, it's like we slowly get chipped away. And what once used to ignite us and was a fire inside of us, even as a young girl or a young teenager, and even as a young adult, sometimes we've diminished that fire and it gets lost. And my role is to help uncover that fire because it's still there. I believe it's still there as long as somebody is willing to want to find it again. I love that. It's, um, it's, it's interesting because uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, um, you know, life coaching, coaching in general, I sometimes have these conversations with people and they don't really seem to fully understand what it is. And I, I worked with a life coach years ago and it was a great experience. You know, I think one of the things that was so, so valuable about it was just, just that help in thinking about things I hadn't really thought of before, you know, really digging deep into what you really want out of life and and not just what you really want, but how to actually get it. And so what are some of the things that you're doing with your your clients that are are helping them to discover those deep desires that, you know, maybe they didn't even realize they had? Well, I give my clients the space just to be and say and and feel, you know, in a in a way that they are heard and understood and supported. Our calls, our our sessions together are they're unbiased. There's no I don't have an opinion about how somebody should live their life. My role is to guide them to unveil all those answers on their own. Mm that is already in them. I don't tell people what to do. I challenge people to think a little bit deeper and to hold them accountable to the things that they really want to do for themselves. Um, You know, coaching is very much a forward thinking process. It's planning for your future. We're not necessarily digging into the past to understand why certain things happened. Um, That is a whole other profession. And I admire, you know, psychologists, counselors, therapists, that is their deep work. Mm-hmm. But for me, where I help people is that I empower them to be have the freedom and the ability to explore and to open up it through exercise, through conversation. And when I mean exercises like resources, yeah, you know, um, through different tools that I suggest, and everybody is different and unique. So what I offer clients is very much catered to where they are, 
and to empower them to feel confident that they can continue to take the next step and the next step until they, you know, they really feel like they, they've made such an impact on their lives and the world that belongs to them. Yeah. Another thing that you, you talk about is the, that emphasis of clients having their own personal definition of success, which I'm a huge believer that, you know, success can take so many different forms and look very different from one person to another. Um, What are some of the ways that people define success? That is a great question because it is different right across the board. No two people will ever define it the same way right? Success for for one person could be just enhancing their health, right? Mm. And that gives them the boost and the confidence to really to, to, to show up in other areas authentically. Everything in life, regardless if it's business, career, relationships, health, raising children, regardless of what it is, everything is intertwined very closely. So when you're struggling in one area, it's going to impact everything else. And so my goal, my hope for my clients is that we're able to elevate them to a place where that ripple effect of of success in their version of success is felt throughout their entire lives. And they, like I said, it, it, it will impact everything, you know, and everybody, people come to me with different needs. And so, but what I tell them is this one area that we're talking about is going to expand even further. So get ready, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's not just this one thing that we're identifying. It's going to open up the floodgates, which is exciting and it's nerve wracking at the same time, but <laughs> do it in a, in a, in a very uh, step-by-step process. I don't like to overwhelm people either. Yeah. So this is probably a hard question to answer because it could be different for everyone. What are some of the things that make someone ready for, for help like yours? You know, who needs a life coach? Such a good question. Seriously. I get (laughs) women who approach me often and they say, you know, I, I really appreciate the work you do and what you do, but I just don't feel like I'm ready yet to, mm. to, to hire a coach, regardless of who it is. And the, there's a couple of things that I can identify in that is that first and foremost, you have to be willing to do the work. And some people are not yet ready to dig in. Mm. And that's okay. I do believe at some point they will be. But yeah. it's, it's really a challenge to identify that. And it's a very particular type of work. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, you know, another challenge is that there's a lot of fear that holds people back. Mm. Um, and the fear can show up in so many different forms. There's shame and guilt. There's, you know, the they feel that, you know, I'm, I'm unpacking a lot of stuff that I have lived with in turmoil that have anchored me down. And I'm afraid of what that, how that's all going to unfold. But getting to the light, second part of your question is, I believe everyone should work with a life coach. 
as long as they feel like they are willing to really explore the options that they have in front of them to really step into their potential. And for some people that's scary and that's okay. But for other people, it's more curiosity and others they're like, I want to dive in. I'm, I'm tired of living like this. I'm spinning my wheels. I'm stuck. I'm in a rut and I need help. Yeah. And it's in that help where it's, you take this flower that has been dormant and it truly beautifully blossoms right in front of my eyes. And the, the, like the effects of that is just, it's mind blowing. It's quite an honor to be in that space. Yeah, I was, I I had a recent experience personally within my business where I, you know, I couldn't move forward on something. And I I told a couple of different people, I'm like, I can't figure out if it's fear or if I just wasn't yet, if I had, if the things were all clicked into place. And, and, and even with, trying to figure out whether it was fear. I was going, is it fear of failure or fear of success? And I wanted to actually dig into that idea of fear of success, because I don't know if everyone actually believes that's a thing. How how do you view that? And and, and what are some of the things that makes us fear that kind of success? Mm -hmm. I do believe fear of success is very real, but we often get it confused with failure. Mm. So fear of success is what if I can't live up to what I'm putting myself out there to do? What if I can't live up to what I'm vocalizing that I say I'm going to do or that I have in my heart that I want to do? We we diminish ourselves. We play small. Yeah. And so that success that is really something that is a desire, we're quieting the desire. And we're allowing the the inner critic to tell us why we have to step out of the comfort, why we shouldn't step out of the comfort zone. You're safe Mm. here. You're safe in this nice little bubble that you've created for yourself. So if you do more or try more, oh boy, you might fail. But really, it's fear. So that's why the confusion sits in. Yeah, between between success and failure, in my opinion, and I yeah. have that too. I still face those challenges, and yeah. I have coaches <laughs> that help <laughs> guide me through that. So yeah, it, it it is a real thing. Yeah, it's um, you know, I I ultimately decided that in the situation I was in, it was procrastination where I, my brain was working through how to make it all work. And then everything sort of clicked into place and I started moving forward. But, uh, but yeah, it, for a while there, I was like, do, is fear the reason Yeah, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> trust me, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause, cause I do, I definitely believe that fear of success is a thing and it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a strange thing to fear mm-hmm. and yet it's, it's, it's really common, especially amongst, uh, you know, like in the areas we hang out with entrepreneurs, yeah. it's, uh, it's especially common because yeah. we, we want to, we want to succeed, but you know, we also, 
don't want to flop and, and, or, or not measure up in some way to what we have in mind. Absolutely. And our mind plays tricks on us sometimes, right? It's like, well, if this dream and vision that I have is something that I've been wanting for so long, and then we have this polar effect of no, if you do this, there's a thousand things that could happen. Well, we can't predict really what's going to happen, right? And sometimes we just have to try before we think we're ready to try. And that's yeah. a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, what are some of the reasons that your clients, you know, are there catalysts that that drive people to to look for a coach or or do people tend to just say, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. There's a bit of both. Um, I think that it's a lot of people who reach out are they're 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 struggling without understanding what the struggle is. Um, and what I mean by that is is that everything feels chaotic. Everything feels overwhelming and just there's no rhyme or reason. And so just being heard, like when I do, you know, discovery calls with someone, you know, they start to talk and suddenly the one thing, like I said, that they thought they were struggling with, we can I probably pick up and identify three or four things. So some people feel like I'm ready, but I'm really not sure for what. And other people are very much like, I'm just confused and I'm stuck and I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of living day in and day out, exhausted, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally exhausted because nothing is changing. Mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons that, that people will reach out is that they're just tired. They're exhausted and they just need, they need help. And that's, and other people I'll have to say are very motivated to go further. They want to take some really fantastic ideas and goals that they have for themselves and they want to turn it into an action plan. They want to be held accountable and work with Mm. someone to really help them push through and do the things that they have set out to do for themselves. So I have clients on both sides of the spectrum, you know? Um, So I have, one particular client that I'm working with right now, she's like, these are the things that I want to work on. And she's very focused, very determined. She's like, but I know I can't do this alone. That's awesome. I need someone to help me just to get through the other side because I know there's something bigger waiting for me. So it, it's, it really is a personal journey and one that is so unique and beautiful all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It must be so interesting to, you get a lot of different energies from people based on what their needs are. And, and uh, I can see what, how it would be really uh, exhilarating to work with someone who's so driven to, to get to something they really want. Yeah, it is. And it's just, like I said, it's such an honor to spend time in that space with them. Um, my clients have been amazing over the years. And even those, the ones who join me for a workshop or a talk or something, you know, you see the same people kind of showing up and it's like, yeah, we build this relationship and this 
and this um, and this growth together, I get a lot out of it too, right? I get yeah. inspired. I get like, wow, like look at how she's really owning this thing that she wants to do. And, you know, and I get excited. Um, but there's also the compassion side of things as well that people need that love and compassion right where they are, you know, and to have the space to release any of the baggage that we carry with us. Um, and to, and to, again, just to kind of give that sense of renewal is really Mm. nice. So if someone was looking to hire a coach, how important is fit? Oh, when it comes to making that decision, um, share your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it is so important to find the right person who's going to coach you and be your partner through that journey. Um, because not all coaches and not all clients are meant to be together. They're especially, um, there are there's a lot of different coaches out there and everybody has their own way of coaching and their own experiences that they bring to the table. So, you know, it's do your research, make sure that you're talking to different coaches and make sure that you feel like you can connect with that person enough that you can start to build that relationship on trust. And, you know, um, and to know that they are the right fit for your personality. If a coach is also doing their job properly, they are also interviewing potential clients as well. Mm. Because we need to, I need to ensure that I'm the right fit for that person. I am not going to just hire anybody if I feel like I am not the person that they need or I am not the type of help that they should be going after. Yeah, it's a two way thing. And like I said, uh, you know, do your research. But on the other side of it, coaches should have a good system of qualifying clients and then inviting them if if it's the right opportunity. That makes a lot of sense because because your clients being successful makes you successful at what you're doing. So it, you know, you don't want to work with somebody where the fit being off is going to impede their progress. Yeah. And, you know, I've gone through it, um, especially in the first two years of my business, I would say I was I wasn't, I knew the type of client I wanted to work with, but I really wasn't sure, or I was exploring um, different people that I could work with. And I think that is kind of the trial and error that we go through as entrepreneurs. Mm. We really don't know, you know, the essence of of the work that we want to do until we, we work with people that may not be aligned with who we are. And we find the people who are aligned with who we are. So, you know, I did have some clients that, you know, okay, it, it didn't work out quite as well. There was success, but the, um, you know, with refinement and even getting clear on who I want to serve has brought me to a place where I can better identify with those women. And I do have male clients as well. <laughs> Um, yeah. But with those people whom 
I feel like I can completely step in and be of service to them as well. Yeah. That's great. Um, so what do you think is uh, the most important uh way to be when you're going into a coaching situation Mm -hmm. so so open mind open heart what are what are the what what would you advise for someone who's going into a coaching relationship what would you advise them to do or prepare uh definitely keep an open mind um i believe the open heart will come over getting to know your coach better That's not something that we can completely be 100% ready to do because the relationship has to build. The trust has to be formed. The bond needs to happen. So, you know, we need to ensure that if someone is looking to keep an open mind and to be ready for change, even if you don't know exactly what that is just yet. Mm. And, you know, you know, I always tell people life is a journey and journey doesn't end until we die. Yeah. We are always evolving, always changing, always moving experience, life, everything that comes into play really affects how we see ourselves going forward. And some people are just, they're okay with how things are and they feel good and that's fine. But others who are looking for that extra guidance and uh, support and Mm -hmm. insight, perspective is everything. And that's another thing that I think is really important for people to understand is that you've got to be willing to hear outside perspective. Might be a completely different um, way of thinking, a way to view a situation. Like there's so many good nuggets and gems that come out of it that it's, as long as someone is willing to receive that is, is really important as well when looking for, for a coach. Yeah. So I can tell you're really, really passionate about your business um, and, and what you do. Does that, um, it, what is it that, what is it you enjoy the most about the work you do and the impact that you have on your clients? I love watching my clients really find those hidden gems inside of them, those breakthrough moments, the consistency in doing something that they never thought they had the ability to do, changing habits, adjusting their lifestyle so that they could fit in and be such an important role for themselves and and enjoy everything else that comes alongside, you know, their everyday lives. Just because you work with a coach, it doesn't mean you're going to quit your job. You're going to leave your spouse. You know, it it doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you're just going to arrive to that place where you are so engaged and so present. And I love watching people sort of find that like they reach that regardless of whatever it is you know they they find the ability to open up their their self-worth and really shine through in their true voice and that to me is and you know and just being 
just journeying with people in the in the valleys. You know, we talk about the peaks and all the great things that can happen, but there is there are valleys that we hit and there could be a setback that could happen in the coaching process. But mm-hmm. overcoming those challenges speeds up a lot quicker when you work with a coach because you're not sitting and festering and wondering and doing all these things by yourself. You have someone that you can count on to say, hey, I'm struggling right now and I need help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I wanted to talk with you about how you promote your business. Like, what are some of the, uh, what are some of the things that you do that you enjoy about get putting yourself out there and marketing to the world, what you can do? Oh, marketing, <laughs> such a love-hate relationship. <laughs> um, okay. So I think the best way that I've been able to reach people is through conversations, videos, showing up at events, speaking engagements, being live and present, because we are so inundated with so much information online that, you know, just an Instagram post is going to get lost in seconds. And, yeah, you know, I, I do believe that social media has to play a strong role in, in growing my business because I need to show up. I need to be there in different platforms, um, but I've honed it down into the platforms that I feel like I get the most engagement. But, you know, having a website that I continue to develop and build for added resources, blog posts, whatever I can give people so that they have a little bit more to work with on their own before. Like some people I know may have been following me for a little while, but they may not show up and say, hey, I'm ready for a couple of years, a few years. That's okay. I want to continue to serve people in a way that they don't have to be you know, um, you know, a a one-on-one client right off the bat, sometimes they just need a little bit of taste. They need to see and understand. So ensuring that um, my presence online, you know, especially with a website that continues to develop with me yeah, um, and then being present, you know, especially like Facebook, I have a Facebook group as well for women only, which is a really safe community and it's just empowering and we talk about things. And I just want that to be a space where, you know, someone could come in and just get to be felt like they're a part of something. Especially in this crazy world that we live in now. So marketing for me has been um, an ongoing development. I don't think I'll ever get it figured out, but someday (laughs) (laughs) I will. Um, yeah, so you, you actually have very much the right idea of, of, of serving people, even if they don't actually show up on a client list and, and, and there is that long, uh, I, to say long game kind of cheapens it, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a long-term process because you're building a relationship with without sometimes actually knowing that you are because they're paying attention to what you're saying. And then they're, um, they're exploring all of the resources that you put out there that are freely available. And then, you know, as you were saying earlier, they may not have an open heart in the beginning when they work with you, but as that one-on-one relationship, uh, grows, it, 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 uh, 
it develops that way. And then, but, but you're further ahead because they've been following you in the beginning of that working relationship. So that's, that's, it's a, it's a really good foundation that you have set for yourself that way. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, like, like anything marketing is not, uh, or how I get myself out there. It doesn't stay the same. I have to evolve. And, yes. you know, the, the more that I dive deeper into my message, the more my marketing and how I'm promoting myself and even the resources that I'm freely giving will change. It will always yeah. change and, and grow and develop. And I would be foolish to think that it would never because as a coach, as a speaker, and as an entrepreneur, we're always growing and evolving and changing. So everything has to shift and move with it. Um, so it's it's always it's always an open open game. <laughs> it's always yeah. Open. Well, and your expertise evolves, and and just your perspective on things can evolve, and 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 all of that shows up in how you talk about your business and promote it, and it's it's. Um, it's good that we stay open to that and, yeah. and aware of the, the changes as they happen. Yeah, so Carol, how can people connect with you and find you out there? Well, I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> um, visiting my website, of course, uh, Carol Blackburn Life Coach. You can Google me that way. Um, or my website is uh, Carol Blackburn Dash Life Coach. Dot com. Um, I'm on Instagram, Carol Blackburn dot life coach. You can confuse that. Also on Facebook, Carol Blackburn life and wellness coach. Um, recently started a Pinterest site as well. So oh. I'm like kind of all over the place. I want to reach people wherever they are. And um, or you can people can email me directly as well. All of that information is on my website. Fantastic. Well, I will make sure that the links to all of your social and website uh, URLs get into the show notes so that everyone can easily find you and connect with you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Carol. It was great having you on. Thank you. Appreciate being here. It was a great conversation. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Small But Mighty Biz Stories. Want to hear more stories? Visit smallbutmightypod.com and be sure to tell us about your fave small biz so we can share their story too. 